0: Welcome to Unfiltered Insights, where we find the meaning in the madness. Join us as we explore a range of topics that reveal our understanding of the world. It's a journey towards fostering empathy, compassion, and awareness through thought-provoking conversation. And welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. And as always, this is your host. This is G. And this is me. So... We're coming along with another, uh, another episode of like, just shooting the breeze. And then we thought, you know what? Let's go back to the studio. Let's talk about yeah. it. In this case, it was, I got hit once again by the heartbreak. In the Mm -hmm. last relationship that I that that I went through, it it was a really big hit for me. The one that you know, for any of our loyal followers that that you were listening to me, saying that I lost everything. Yeah, that was the one that I lost everything. Mm -hmm. So as the time went by, really was after I lost everything, and I you know had to (laughs) actually dig and claw my way out of the darkness of depression and everything. One of the things that I was mentioning me earlier was that my ex is slowly starting to become like an idea a concept it wasn't like it's not like i mean it hasn't been that long since since uh, i split up with her but you start to remember things differently in terms of the person it's not yeah. like you actually don't remember the person it's just that your memories about that person start to become more of a concept more of an idea and 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 that that got me all riled up and was like let's go back to the studio so (laughs) (laughs) what do you think about when your previous relationships just become a i guess a fuzzy memory or something that doesn't have a shape or form
1: so to me it's it's all grief Mm. it's it's all grief it's this is how we tend to process it when we are not constantly ruminating when we're doing the work to move away from someone something an event it does start to lose the the depth the effect that it had on us once before we still may have our moments where we we become emotional about it but ultimately as we do the work time does something to us where it it lessens the intensity so it's always Mm -hmm. kind of there on some level but it lessens in intensity over time and the things really, that you don't focus on start to
0: lose shape significance and impact and meaning mm-hmm. it's sad because like I, I, you know not that long ago it's like you tend to think of this person as like your whole world or what, yeah. you're, what you know whatever giant meaning that you have and i mean it doesn't matter the size but for a lot of people you know it, it, in yeah. some in some amount they meant a lot for this person and it's it's you know after the separation then you know and then you think back a little bit and then you go like wow like somebody that has i mean how life goes how time goes and whatever Mm. this person is just now gone and now your brain your memories your feelings about it are not only different but you can't even form some shape of that person anymore and i think it's a little sad
1: Yeah, well, I guess it's all in how you look at it, you know, because like, I've had some pretty significant losses in my life, not just romantically, but um, family-wise, you know, through death. And I I think for a while, I clung to all the things that I wish had been, you know, and that's regardless of the loss, where if I had only done this, or if only that, blah, 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 like I was trying to in some way in my mind act as if i could have controlled the outcome yeah and when i stayed in that space it kept me in my grief the depth the the deepness the sadness of it that's what kept me there and then when i started doing the work it started to soften and sometimes i think we regress because we feel like we aren't honoring that person that relationship whatever it was and so we cling right we we struggle to move forward past it without realizing that it's it's not that you're not honoring them or that relationship by moving forward with your life it's called living yeah you know you're not acting as if it means nothing to you or that it wasn't significant and i think sometimes that's that black and white thinking that we talked about before in our previous episode where It's it's one or the other
0: yeah, it's, it, it really is about like not only honoring that person, but it's like also remembering, you know, the good times that you have with that person. And I am totally guilty about trying to control the outcomes about mm. what I could have done, what it could have been. And you fall way in love with potential mm-hmm. of what could have been, of what things should be. Or I mean, if you can, if you want to use the word should. Um, But it's like a mixed bag of not only of feelings and interpretations and viewpoints about the whole situation, but it's also kind of like difficult to actually, and it took me a while to get there, to go to that point where you go like, yeah, it happened for a reason. And you use those lessons to actually grow or move forward with your life. And that in in its own way, it's honoring the relationship
1: yeah yeah so this this right here is triggering my mind a conversation that i had with a former mentor of mine where because i'm very much into rational emotive behavior therapy rebt mm. if you haven't heard of it look into it because <laughs> it, it was life-changing for me i use it every day but basically the, the discussion was around perfection and they said what is perfect and basically the definition that they gave me the rational definition is everything is exa- exactly how it should be because all the criteria has been met for it to be exactly how it is that's perfect and that doesn't mean that it fits your preferences right because that rational does it I, I hope i'm making this make sense because yeah everything is, is everything's perfect all the time because all the criteria has been met for it to be exactly how it is if it were to be any other way it would be nonsense it wouldn't it wouldn't fit if i'm doing all the wrong things i'm making all kinds of bad choices but my life is super great and i feel happy that doesn't make sense that doesn't yeah. fit with reality not on this planet right mm-hmm. so if you think that everything is exactly how it should be that's one of those exceptions t- for me to use the word should then it's just then what then it's my responsibility to make changes to the the circumstances to change the criteria that's being met in order to feel better, move forward with my life and so on. So if you're living in this idea that that relationship should have worked out, it didn't. You're fighting reality. You're not You're not staying within that space of this is real life. This is what's going on. Everything is as it should be all the time because all the criteria has been met for it to be exactly how it is. So for me to say otherwise would be completely irrational. I'm not operating within reality, which is a form wall. of insanity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I mean most of the time for example for, for the people that are like unfortunately uh, suffering a loss of a relationship mm-hmm. it, 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 we act irrationally I'm guilty of that I act yeah. irrational for many many months about it about you know the potential what it could have been what can I do or what I could have done and because it's easy to fall prey to if I could have done something then I mm. couldn't, that I wouldn't be in this situation.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, I think the lie that we tell ourselves is that it's just one thing. Exactly. Because chances are, it was more than one thing. I don't know anything that just operates in a vacuum in such a way that it's just literally just one thing. Yeah. Even if somebody cheated, right? Even if that's, that was the last straw, that wasn't the first thing that happened. Yeah. What led up to that? There were behaviors and decisions and thinking and feelings that led up to that point of doing that thing. You know, the oh, the, the night that I, I went out and got drunk with a bunch of my friends that came home at four o'clock in the morning and then they broke up with me. What led up to that happening? A million things happened. just that one night alone, yeah. you know, there was probably... Flaws within the relationship that hadn't been attended to or maybe hadn't even been spoken on. So that's where like doing like the dating detox, that review that we talked about back in the matchmaking episode. Yeah, that's where this this could come in to help you process that breakup to get the lessons out of it so you can apply that stuff moving forward
0: it again it falls into the whole self-reflection thing yeah and then now, then we go to another angle of the people going like no it didn't work out because it's because of them it's not because of me i'm perfect they're not yeah,
1: yeah. and into that you know because i could easily blame any of my exes <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the demise of the relationships that that we were in but that's not me taking responsibility for the role of part that I played in those yeah. relationships. Takes
0: to the tango.
1: Well, you know, because, okay, somebody treats me like crap, right? If somebody um, is unkind, they are dismissive, they're blah, 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 go down the list. I tolerated it. My boundaries were bad. My self-image was probably not in the best place because I allowed someone to continuously do that, right? So that's part of it too. In some situations you get into something and it's hard to get out because you're scared or you know you rely on them heavily for whatever, like, okay, I get it, but ultimately it's your responsibility. Because again, no one's coming to save you. You may have helpers. But ultimately, you have to make the decision to leave and to grow and to change and to do that internal work to help ensure that you don't do the same thing again. So my responsibility in, in all of those situations where I was treated poorly and stayed after it happened, especially more than once, that's my fault. Yeah. That's my fault. I take responsibility for that. I don't take responsibility for their behaviors, but I take responsibility for my own. Because like I didn't
0: yeah go ahead yeah and and like i mentioned earlier that it's like making those changes and taking the lessons that you grab from from that relationship that's another way to honor them Hmm. like if you like that's just me but to me like like if you continue to you know do your own behaviors and possibly like a lot of people do just go into the next relationship and keep repeating the same thing and keep repeating the same thing and did you go down a list of events that don't have to be a relationship, it could be a career, it could be just general uh, life in general, mm-hmm. then you keep repeating the same behaviors that land you in a position where you either keep losing or the same result or whatever, yeah, the common denominator here is you. Yeah. But if, you keep, if you start making those changes, but going back a little bit for the relationship angle, then that's a way that i don't want to put it this way but that's a way that that relationship was not a waste of time on anyone
1: yeah yeah exactly if anything seems like a complete and total waste of time i think you lack creativity (laughs) you know i think you you are lacking in introspection i don't think you have sat with it in the right way the, the right frame of mind long enough to gain perspective yeah so if anything seems like a total waste of time then you haven't learned anything. And I just find that really difficult to believe. Now, I used to not think that <laughs> but now. Now
0: I see it. Now it's clear to me. And sometimes it's a situation of more of you don't see what things are uh, they as they are when you're in them. Yeah, it's like close. only Yeah, it's only when you take a step back and then just observe the whole picture, then you actually get a sense yeah. of the situation. and and hey maybe we're guilty of going like nope nope that picture is perfect all they needed was a few brush strokes and i would have improved it but there are you know to me with time then you actually appreciate it for what it is but you can be in it
1: yeah well and and that's you said two keywords there distance and observation yeah it requires you to take a step back it's sometimes you're able to do that while you're still in the relationship but it, it's more difficult to do
0: it's difficult yeah yeah that's why i said like you you, you can be in it you can you absolutely can yeah but it's like take the time and obviously if you are and you're lucky enough that you are then converse with your partner yeah
1: yeah and then this is another opportunity too to have a coach or to have a counselor that can help you take a step back to be an observer hopefully an unbiased observer of your situation but it's also your responsibility to be a reliable (laughs) self-reporter because sometimes we we have a spin
0: (laughs) but but yeah, sorry, you were going to say something, go ahead. <laughs> it wasn't it just, again, it's just, it, it feels a little sad that you have to take a step back and actually lose, like, like, let's say um, for my case, like an amazing person that, and that that was the consequences of you learning and growing That you have yeah. to lose that person. Yeah. Kind of like they, they do say that, you know, you don't gain anything without losing something. It's just hard when you have to pay that kind of price. Yeah.
1: Well, if you if you think about it in terms of, you know, this is how I try to look at it anyway. It's where you, you the person that is meant for you, the people, the things, the situations, everything is naturally going to be drawn to you. So you can get out of it whatever it is that you need to get out of it for your own personal growth. And so sometimes we lose someone that seems like the best thing ever but ultimately they they were the lesson they yeah. weren't the person that was meant to stick around we were meant to learn some people were joined later after they've learned their lessons and made some changes and all of that and have a far better relationships than they ever would have had if they would have just stuck it out yeah sometimes yeah. distance is required for growth
0: i like those kinds of stories like that you know uh couples that you know separate mm-hmm. they separate first for you know an x amount of time but along those x amount of times they they grow as people yeah they become better people and then they get back together with a new sense of you know life and self and whatever and they create something even better than what they originally had
1: yeah yeah and you know it, it's not I, mean, I don't know how common it is i don't have i don't have stats on that I but know. but when you do hear those stories that's wonderful It but that that shows that it's possible now it is. It is. it's not going to be everybody's future and and i try to not live by having a set in, you know well because like i think you set yourself up for problems you start to steer yeah. your life in in directions that you might not go so, like, I try to divorce any fantasy about how things have to turn out in order for me to feel better. Instead of thinking, you know, I really love this person; they were this great person. I want to still be with them, and I want to grow, change, and become this better person so we can be together. Like in that story that I saw, I focus on me, right? Yeah. I, I want to focus on me, and I'm going to do all the work that needs to be done in order to get myself to be that better version of myself. And if they still so have. Happy- yeah, for me, 100%, you know, and if they end up getting to to get the benefit of that, as you know, time goes on, if we were to cross paths again, terrific, terrific. But I don't want to live with this idea in my head because I could bypass so many potential great opportunities with yeah. other people, with doing yeah. other things, moving to a different place and all of that, if I'm only focused on trying to make this happen based on this fantasy that I have in my mind about this one person. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting blinders on
0: it is i mean like i mentioned earlier it is difficult because yeah you thought this person was the one you've been with this person let's say for years yeah and you thought you envision a future with this person already mm-hmm. and it's just uh, and then it all turns out to be a lesson yeah <laughs> go like yeah. why it could have been so much better, again, falling in love with potential. I've fallen victim to potential so, so many times. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that and with the, that I kind of like got it stuck in my head was, yeah, if I could have done X thing, then, you know, we, we, we could still be together. I don't know that for certain. Yeah. This person also has their own input. Mm -hmm. my my accent uh, actions on x situation could have been perceived by the other person in a completely different way and the outcome could have been completely different than what i was thinking maybe even the opposite yeah well and, and again this in my mind this is what what i've done to
1: to come to terms with a lot of things is just to say everything is exactly how it should be there's nothing that i could have done that would have ever save this relationship because everything that was in place at that time when I had the opportunity to do something about it that's what I had available to me and I was doing the best I could with what I had yeah. and that's yeah. it there's no changing that so revisiting the past and keep mulling it over and ruminating on it only keeps you down it doesn't help big you to thing. grow it's it a is. big thing <laughs> that's a form of trying to control something that's outside of your control yeah And you're manipulating yourself it's super it can be super toxic now if you go i i always say don't don't hang out in the past or hang out in the future unless you're doing something constructive because if all you're doing is generating more negativity or fantasy about something that is directing you in a way that isn't self-driven then you're doing yourself a disservice
0: yeah yeah, and, and and just imagine of like it doesn't again it doesn't have to be about relationships it could be about life in general. Yeah. all the tools that you have in your disposal, mm-hmm. every single tool most likely arrived from a mistake or from an experience that you went through, mm-hmm. and you can now act better and you can think in a different angle and you can actually solve problems in a different way because of those experiences. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes too bad that you gain that tool by, you know, losing somebody special, but hey, honor them yeah. by using that tool to prevent that in the future, or maybe even improve upon it.
1: You know, that just reminded me of something. I put a pin in it and then the pin fell out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My mental so I pin it away. again <laughs>
1: <laughs> was, was the idea of losing someone You know, and I think when you stay in a relationship, regardless of how poorly they're treating you, you aren't allowing them to have the experience to grow and change, to experience that loss of you. Because if you don't view having yourself in someone's life as a privilege to that person, not not in like a stuck up kind of a way, like it's not narcissistic. It's just like I'm precious.
0: Yeah,
1: my time, my energy, my presence—those things are precious. This is finite value. Yeah, I have value. And so every time I tolerate your bad behavior toward me, your abuse of me, you're not learning the lesson of losing me as a result. You continue to just get to suck the life out of me while I sit here and suffer and wither away. How does that teach anyone anything? Yeah. Yeah you you're not growing and changing they aren't growing and changing the only thing they know is that they can keep getting away with what they've been getting away with you're not doing them justice and that's manipulation on its own level i think
0: even if it is unconscious
1: exactly so but once once you're aware of something i i this is something that it really hit me hard when i first heard it and i wish i could remember exactly how it was phrased but it was once once you're aware that someone is manipulating you or trying to manipulate you once you're consciously aware of that, if you continue to be manipulated, that's a lie. You're not being manipulated. You're allowing yourself to do these things. There's something that you're getting out of going along with it by deceiving yourself. Because if you're like, this is a tactic, I know it's a tactic and they're making me feel this way. You are intellectually aware already. Like this is a tactic. If you're falling for it, even though you already know that it's not true, that it's a lie, that it's a tactic, that's on you why are you still falling in line with something that you literally admit openly admit like this is this is you know a manipulation tactic why why are you staying
0: and that's that's really the key question why do we allow that is it because of a fear of loneliness i mean i mean there's a myriad of, of of things that it could be but it is a little daunting to see how much we're willing to take for not for either being alone or because we don't want to lose this person or X or Y. And, and again, it's just, it's just kind of the things that as we grow as people along the road ride, you go, you think back and you go like, why did I allow those things?
1: yeah and and until you find the answer to those questions and start making the appropriate changes you're doomed to kind of repeat the same thing over and over again some version of it and I think you you will continuously have similar experiences until you've learned what you needed to learn about that to grow and change because once you do you're not on track for continuing that experience you know it's not to say that people try
0: yeah. Life may even <laughs> present you with a worst case scenario and an even worse result until you right. get the idea.
1: Exactly. It tends to escalate. The The way I think yeah. of it is, you know, first it starts off as a whisper, kind of like,
0: hey, <laughs> I'm not- you might not
1: want to <laughs> do that. Right. And then it becomes like a tap tap on the shoulder, like, hey, pal, um, remember me? I'm that little voice inside your head that says, maybe don't do this, right? And then next thing you know, it's like you get a bit of a shove in the back. And next thing you know, like before it all, you know, it's said and done, like if you keep allowing it to continue, you're down in the mud crying, going, why is my life so horrible? What you ignored, all of the callings, all of the signs, all of the, the symptoms that you were experiencing, you completely dismissed that internal voice, that internal sense of knowing and just kept going with it because I think it comes down to self value, I think.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, I guess the audience wants to visualize those taps. Think about it like it could be like maybe you're having an argument with, mm-hmm. your, with your partner and that argument starts to escalate through time mm-hmm. with the same types of behavior and maybe even probably the same types of problems and the same types of arguments as those arguments keep getting escalating in volatility and you probably into a screaming match that is non-constructive. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and that's, that's where you aren't remaining conscious. You're not consciously aware of what's going on you're not taking moments to sit with your own thoughts and feelings and taking stock of your life and your relationship you're not doing maintenance it's just like with a car right if you don't you see you you hear a little tap or a you know ding or something you're like oh it's probably nothing It, it could be a rock okay fine it may be nothing it may be just like a little bump in the road but eventually the oil light comes on well it's it's only been on for a couple of days i'm sure it's fine (laughs) you you just keep you just kind of keep letting it go eventually the engine's going to blow up or something right so it's you'll see these little warnings you'll see these little things and and maybe it seems like oh the light went out well maybe a fuse blew and that's why the light is out you can't see it maybe it's not right in your face all the time but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist it doesn't mean there isn't a problem anymore And if you don't really bring those solutions to a completion and have those deeper conversations to make sure that it's settled and you and your partner are both being honest with each other these are the things that lead to the breakups down the road yeah it's a lack of completion there's no resolution
0: is is there a way it's like it's like going to the opposite side of it you know like one of the things that i remember from uh i mean the only time that i watched the office through mm-hmm. and through was, and I think it's it's a quote. I'm, I'm not gonna say like verbatim. I don't worry It's been a while since I saw it, but people say it in, in a variation. It's like you wish you knew that these were the good times before mm. they become the good times. Yeah. So now turning it into this, is there a way that we can stop ourselves from these moments to escalate, or is it just? Things that are kind of like they're—I I don't want to think they're meant to be, so we can have these lessons. But is there a way that we can become more self-aware to prevent things from escalating or to reach that, you know, breakup to not make it inevitable?
1: So that—that's on two people yeah because there's only so much we can do as an individual yeah and if we if we are only charging ourselves with what's within our power control which is our own thoughts feelings and behaviors if we want to prevent escalations then we have to turn down the volume within our own minds about things and not horribleize and awfulize things when they come up, and not jump to conclusions and not have black and white thinking and not should on people and ourselves not shame or guilt ourselves Right. Being able to, and it's, it's a process and this yeah. is a, a long process. And I've had people say, so like, break it down for me. What do I need to do? <laughs>
0: Which is uh, Possibly what I just asked you.
1: <laughs> it's a big question. It's like, well, let's unpack, let's unpack this. And this, this is why I regularly promote getting a coach and or counselor. To help you unpack this stuff because it's so individualized it's so subjective yeah. like the things that's required for you from you know i can the basic outline that i would give is getting in touch with what your irrational beliefs are disputing them and coming up with new rational beliefs because that's immediately going to turn the severity down on the emotions so maybe instead of being depressed you'll just be sad instead of raging angry maybe you'll be frustrated instead of having anxiety and worry you'll have concerns right you're not consumed by those lesser negative emotions but the negative unhealthy versions of those emotions is what gets us jacked up that's what has us act up in a really big way that is oftentimes i think disproportionate to the situation so if you're blowing
0: up that's on you go ahead yeah. No, another thing is that, I, that, that you can stop to think about yourself is, is am I being a fulfilled person? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes a lot of those arguments can stem from an insecurity from Absolutely. either side. Absolutely. And a lot of those insecurities will pour into those arguments. Yeah. Like, What am I doing to feel as a more fulfilled person? So that sometimes when those arguments begin, you can either shut them down in a more, you know, constructive way, in a more thoughtful way, in a more like compassionate way. Yeah. Because like we are, you know, feel better as a person when both both parties are insecure about themselves. Well, you know, it's not negative, negative creates a positive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and that just sprung to mind, uh, Imago Dialogue. I can't remember if I've talked about this before, but it's more of a structured conversation where you each take turns listening to understand rather than react. Yeah. And then be able to repeat back to the other person what you just heard them say to make sure that you aren't filtering it, to make sure you're actually getting what they're saying to you and if not then you take the opportunity to kind of maybe rephrase reconstruct that or sort out whatever it is you've got going on that's creating the filter that's putting a spin on what they're saying and it's about using i statements and not saying you make me feel you do this you do that da, 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 da. it's like when this thing was said or done this is what i thought and felt and then being able to receive that information and not hearing it so much as blame but hearing it as this is how the, this is their experience it doesn't mean i was doing that or maybe i did do something that left that impression without realizing it or maybe i knew exactly what i was doing in the moment but i was angry and i i was i was hurt and i wanted you to hurt and i was being really selfish in that moment right it gives you this opportunity to start taking responsibility and really understand the other person yeah but it it requires people to have some level of self-control and some people (laughs) just can't some people just can't seem to get it together it's like listen do you want to be right or do you want to be married or have your relationship what is it that you really want if your goal is to try to save this relationship it's going to require your participation on a deep level and that means shutting the hell up and listening not about training to listen as well yeah absolutely and so yeah this is the rule that goes for both you know just shut up and listen make sure you're understanding the other person and it may turn out and i think this is part of the problem too is that their truth when they're telling it to you and you're fully understanding like there's no denying it anymore i can't fantasize about this having some other context or ending or meaning now because you've made it abundantly clear this is what you really mean there's no spin left to it and that that feels defeating because now it's leaving, it's moving me in a direction of having to make a choice about us and our relationship and perhaps even ending it.
0: No, yeah. it's just, it's, it's really sad when like, that's, that's the tools that you have yeah at the mm-hmm. moment, I know yeah. falling in love with potential again, that mm-hmm. with a better understanding and actually listening to each other instead of reacting to each other, then yeah. maybe things could have gone in a different way. Yeah. Th- that's something that we don't do often is just actually try to understand one mm-hmm. another in, in, in a relationship. We just want to be right. We just, th- my way of thinking is right. My method of doing things is right
1: yeah well so so many times i've seen people where somebody will will just make what seems like a benign statement like they just <laughs> think well you know that's just what i do in a relationship that's like bare minimum type stuff and the other person's like well i'm not just going to assume that you're going to do it and I, that's the kind of person i am. i do you know and they get they start ramping up and it's like no one accused you of not doing anything they just made a statement about this is where i hold my this is where i put my stake in the ground like these are you know these are things that i do in a relationship i'm not accusing you of not doing them but there's some part of them that's on the defensive and that can start an argument
0: is that that, does that fall around the insecurity part of things where like you feel you're attacked and that's where the reaction starts
1: yeah so there's something in your history that's feeding this the the thinking that goes into it sometimes people do put a little little uh finesse on the on the you know or the what do they call that it's um they put the emphasis on a different syllable kind of a thing (laughs) and so the way they say it it's like well i do that yeah then it can kind of sound like a dig but (laughs) being able to make your partner aware when you say it in that way this is how i receive it right this is what i'm hearing if that's not your intention you know i can try to keep that in mind or just maybe be more mindful of how you emphasize that yeah because it can come across as if you're saying like i'm better than you i do that almost like if that makes sense hopefully because i, no, I it think does. It, just, it makes a difference the emphasis makes a difference
0: and no it does it makes sense but um, one of the things that i it, it, it occurred to me is what are you doing with the reactions like, mm-hmm. you just want to prove yourself right. And let's say, for you know, for this conversation, mm-hmm. that you won the argument. Like, there uh, was the W res- that- word. <laughs> uh, I use that word I said for the sake of this conversation. If it sparked, a, if it sparked an inspiration in you, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's say that you won, you got that W. Mm-hmm. So all you're doing is just making your partner feel terrible. Like, yeah. like, okay, you prove your point, right. And what what are you going to do with that so-called win? Okay. Mm-hmm. I sparked an, in, uh, I sparked an idea on you. What, what, mm-hmm. what is, let's hear your take on the win.
1: So winning an <laughs> argument applies that the other person's a loser, ah. right? If, if we were having a debate over, I,
0: <laughs> there, was a stupid,
1: there was a stupid argument that I had with an ex of mine one time. It was about what qualifies as a noodle versus pasta. <laughs> 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 and eventually, like somehow the conversation worked around to where they agreed with me about the differences between the two. And I was like, duh, you know, like I, I win, you know. But that was like a debate, right? Yeah. So, but when it comes to matters of the heart and matters of an actual relationship, we're not trying to prove or disprove facts and and things like that as far as like things that you can go Google research, blah, 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 whatever. We're talking about our own thoughts and feelings. We're talking about how we want to be shown love and support. We're talking about the way we process the things in our environment, our interactions with each other and so if it comes down to like well i'm right then you're maybe you're having the wrong kind of conversation or Mm -hmm. for the wrong reasons if your whole goal is to understand and to make changes with your partner then that's a win if you come to a conclusion on that for both of you there's no losing so like for instance if if you and I were to get into a big fat argument about something and you're like, um, you're overreacting. You are just out of your mind. Like, you should have done this, that, and the third, da-da-da-da. If I sit with it for a little bit and I realize, yeah, I did overreact. And I you're these are things you're right. I should have, you know, gone about it this way, blah, blah, blah. If you feel like you walked away as the winner from that, rather than having some sense of satisfaction that we've come to a point of resolution, mm-hmm. that's different, right? I was right. That means I'm smarter than you right now. I'm feeling better than you. I'm above you, right? I be right? That that's that's an attitude that's going to cause problems,
0: yeah,
1: because it it puts you guys on a hierarchy. I'm right. I'm right you always know and right. it's a, i'm always right or if somebody's always telling you you're right you're always right it's just is it that you're right or that you have you know and i know this seems like i'm being very like semantically precise but it <laughs> makes a difference it yeah. makes a difference because your attitude the intention makes all the difference in the world because if i'm telling you about you to you for my own satisfaction of being right, that's coming from a very like haughty place, you know, like kind of, (laughs) I'm elevating myself. But if I'm telling you because I'm invested in you as a person, I care about you as a human being, that's coming from a place of love rather than righteousness, right? This is what I think is right. And I insist that you do what I say, or, you
0: know, I feel better when I tell you about you and it's it's difficult to get into that mentality in the heat of the moment because Mm -hmm. that's all we think about we just want to win we just want to prove ourselves better
1: right and that's why people don't listen to understand they're already coming up with their next response they're already preparing it they're not hearing the other person and that's why also if you seem like you keep missing each other then or if somebody gets activated or both of you get activated where it's just like i don't feel like we can have a rational conversation let's take a time out i tell people all the time take a time out take a break go to your separate corners for like 30 minutes however long it takes to get yourself calmed down if it takes more than 30 minutes or even an hour then you probably should go see somebody about that and i don't mean that in a funny way like that's a really long time to not be able Mm -hmm. to calm yourself down and require some additional tools and assistance so if you are really like lingering and festering something like that we still feel super anxious or angry after 30 minutes or more i would say definitely get some help on that some people because that's even, a properly long time some people even go to bed with that yeah yeah you it's not to say that you have to be void of negative emotion it's just about have the severity turned down where it's like i may have been triggered in that moment or activated in that moment to where i jumped into rage mode but if I don't have the ability to self soothe and calm my physiological being down and be like, I don't like it, I'm not happy about it, I'm incredibly frustrated or hurt by it, but I'm not raging anymore. <laughs> right. Because if I'm still throwing things around or even throwing it initially, that's probably a bad sign. You should probably go get some help. But I mean, if I'm, if the intensity is still on high, if i haven't been able to get it turned down at all or not enough to a point where i can function that requires assistance yeah because that's an awfully long time to be stuck in that same mode that's going to wear you down that's going to you know drain your adrenals that's going to start to have long-term health effects yeah. mental and physical it's maybe just not okay you place start to be.
0: maybe maybe that's when you start hearing that you know people going like yeah my marriage is work
1: yeah it's just
0: yeah
1: yeah it, well it's just and, argument
0: like, after argument and it's just work yeah, and then you got well, to tip around how to deal with the person if i can't say this i can't mm-hmm. do this i can't mention x thing because it'll ignite him it'll ignite her so
1: yeah well and that's that's where we're getting into walking on eggshells to try to please the other person yeah we're not able to show up as our full selves within that relationship if we're if we are trying to not upset them all the time It's, and so I want to be careful as I say this, because also on the flip side of that, the way we share could be offensive, could be something that, you know, generally speaking, isn't palatable for pretty much anybody because it's, again, it goes into the intention, the emphasis, the tone, because I could be like, I could say, oh, you look really good today. Or I could be like, you look really good today. That sounds totally different. (laughs) Oh, I really like what you did with your hair. Oh yeah, I really like what you did with your hair. It sounds like two totally different things. Look, and, so, <laughs> and so if I say, you know, like something about, you know, hey, you know, could you please take out the garbage? Versus, hey, could you please take out the garbage? Two totally different sounds. You know, it, one comes across, you know, in a softer tone, more of a request, whereas the other one seems to imply something more. So those are all things to take into consideration and again if you're too close to it sometimes you can't hear yourself you can't see it objectively so it's important to get yourself in front of someone who can look at it more objectively or at least give you their version of events from their perspective and and take it to heart be willing to consider it
0: yeah but that also takes you know from each one from each one a certain amount of patience understanding Mm -hmm. and actually sit down and try to understand each other instead of just doing an argument for whatever reason you're going to give it
1: yeah well and if you have a low tolerance for receiving feedback from other people that's that's something for you to work on (laughs) you know and and also being able to talk to the person about how they deliver that feedback again. It's it's a two two sided thing. Or how many other yeah. people are involved? It's it's a cooperative.
0: So it, it, like it, it, in a the relationship, there is two. Mm-hmm. So each one like you, know, you know contributes to whatever positive or negative thing is is happening. Mm-hmm. So come together to actually do it to to provide a positive outcome. I mean, there's yeah. a reason that you two got together.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I guess kind of rounding this out, because I know we're getting close on time here. It, yeah. it I guess to kind of summarize, it, it really all boils down to listening to understand, being able to reflect back to the person, what you've heard them say, having patience, taking those time outs, um, not ruminating on the past, not trying to change something that's unchangeable, because the past mm-hmm. you cannot change you can only do differently moving forward. So never seeing anything as a loss, you see it as an opportunity. Yeah, yes, there's yeah. some grief because you lost the relationship, but it's not a total loss. Like yeah. avoiding the horrible of things. I think those are some really critical things to,
0: to keep in mind as you move yeah. through the process. And it's good to remember them, but an even better way to honor them and remember them is actually learning from those experiences that you have with them. Yeah and actually you and, and those new tools that you got from from those experiences are probably going to be used for something positive for yourself in the tomorrow. Yeah. So don't it's like instead of making that experience something that is painful, how about something that is going to be positive for yourself? And that is a perfect way to not only never forget the relationship for what it was, but also a positive thing that you can do for yourself tomorrow.
1: Yeah. You honor yourself and the relationship and that person when you do that. All right.
0: Well (laughs) another another conversation that we're gonna like just wrap it up here we could keep going on and on about oh, i know issues. i know so, so like, if you guys want to hear any specific topics don't forget to follow us on our social media and we'll uh and we'll happily discuss it on our next episode well see you on the next one from g and me see you next time, guys bye bye <laughs>
1: I don't think I'm gonna get the punch on the end
0: of the line.